Welcome to Gain That Tune. everybody it's game that tune back in the house once again it's your boy john harrington here we got john regan with us say hey hey we got david fleming say hey hey and we've got the champ jesse moore say hey hey what's up fellas this is gonna be a fantastic show tonight man oh man we got a great show coming up game that tune episode 225 and if you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, we're going to explain what you're in for tonight. We're going to listen to some video game tunes. We've each got three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We're going to... Ugh, ugh, Fernet burp. We're going to goof off. We're going to have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night gets to pick the theme for the next episode and play some bonus tunes. And our winner last week was the fantastic David Fleming. And David picked a fantastic theme for this week's episode. David, what do we got tonight? Uh, so tonight's theme is sprite games. Games with sprite art, sprite animation, games that use sprites. Yes, we will be obeying our thirst on tonight's episode. Uh, it is the uh, the uncola of episodes. Wait, no, that's 7-Up's uh, thing. But this sprite I... really was just obey your thirst. I just realized that's why our Google Drive folder was named Obey Your Thirst. I did not understand that until just now. Did you watch TV in the 90s? No, I did. I I didn't remember this theme as Sprite. I remember it as Pixel. And so then when I got the Google Drive, I said Obey Your Thirst. like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) God, what was the name of the puppet? Was it Scotty? Wait, are you talking Lil Penny? Penny, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, it was the Penny Hardaway puppet. <laughs> Obey your oh, thirst. Ah, I miss those days, man. Um, but yeah, so it's not it's not games to do with lemon lime soft drinks uh, or any soft. Drinks. You didn't let me finish saying or any soft drinks for that matter, John. You really jumped the gun on Patsy Man. <laughs> I heard soft drinks and I had to do it. I mean, soft drinks. Te- I mean, that would technically be if the theme was Sierra Mist, but you know, good enough for me. <laughs> God, if, you know, if we did a sprite game and then I chose Sierra Mist and asked if that was okay, that would be the most, like, working in a restaurant, uh, you know, pick possible. Not oh, that God. Sierra Mist is a game, but, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, just spitballing stupid ideas here um, for ways I could have fucked this theme up. I think I got the theme right, David. You wanted games with sprite art. Uh, not necessarily strictly sprite art, but the focus was supposed to be on sprite art. So pixelated characters, maybe some backgrounds. Uh, you want to talk about the, the little squares that come together to form the things. Uh, correct, yes. Thank you, cool. Uh, it's going to be a great show, because we got a, you know, I think we got a wide variety of games to pick from. Uh, you know, we might be diving back into some old video game eras. We might be playing some uh, current games with lovely uh, modern sprite graphics. I think it's just going to be a lot of fun. It's uh, and it's you know for the recording for the live people. It's the night before Thanksgiving. Clearly, we're all in a festive mood. We got our drinks poured. We're going to be having a little extra fun tonight. You know, it's the first time in years I bought myself a bottle of Fernet Branca. Uh, so I'm going to get extra classy Alfred trashed. Every year. <laughs> 
I took a holiday. I, I went to Florence. There's this cafe on the banks of the Arno. Every fine evening, I'd sit there and order a Fernie Branca. Ooh, and maybe did I put a lot of Fernet in this cup. It's going to be a good night, everybody. So, uh, Johnny, <laughs> let's, uh, let's get it going, man. Let's start with game one. Game one.
So the developers of this game were inspired by handheld games with accessible tactical gameplay, and they felt that there were no titles available on current generation of gaming devices that represented this genre of game, and they used a high-resolution pixel art uh, for the game's graphics. How are you guys feeling after that groove? Um, you actually kind of broke up a little bit for me. Can you give the <clears throat> trivia one more time? Oh, okay. Uh, the developers of this game were inspired by handheld games with accessible tactical gameplay. Um, they felt that there were no titles available on current generation gaming devices that represented this genre, and they used high-resolution pixel art. To create the game's graphics. I know exactly what this is, and I'm happy about this pick, Jesse. I almost oh, picked good. it myself. <laughs> Alright, guys. Johnny, come on. How many veins are in that dick? I'm, uh, I'm trying to draw a pixel dick. It's just not working. Oh. I don't know what I'm doing. Oof, that looks... You need to see a doctor. That, <laughs> that looks, looks like a oh. creeper. Oh, David. <laughs> David says Final Fantasy Tactics 2. Uh, incorrect. And, uh... <clears throat> oh! John says... War Groove! Yeah. <laughs> my best, uh... Impression. William Regal. Anyways, this is War Groove. <laughs> it is basically a, uh... uh I get my sound. <laughs> Sorry about Jesus, that. John, all this soundboard talk, and I'm waiting on that sound. <laughs> you have one job. I mean, actually, you have like six jobs, but still. I have like ten Johnny's jobs. Johnny's the only one here with more than one job. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love, yeah, the, the show version of Johnny is like the complete opposite of the real Johnny. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. <laughs> yeah. uh, character Johnny has one job. Uh, actual Johnny is the only reason this show functions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, so if sorry, we actually fired him, we'd be fucked. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. we would not do this podcast at all. Job <laughs> security. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why you're here, baby. Ryan Notice Drake shows how never can't missed do this an shit. episode. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. So, Wargroove. Wargroove. It's uh, basically Advanced Wars, but, uh,. More of a fantasy setting. Um, yeah, that's so it's, dope. It's it's pretty fun. It's hard as balls too. I was just in a, I, I played a little bit to refresh myself on it today, and I was in a battle that I thought was going to go south real bad, <laughs> um, but I ended up pulling it off. But that game it ramps up, and 
The only thing about it is the battles take a long time. Like, you gotta have 30, 45 minutes if you're gonna finish one. <laughs> Jesus. I, mean, I could see that working, though, maybe with the Switch. You can, like, uh, just kind of sleep it and come back. Uh, maybe yeah, that's true, up yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, they didn't uh, didn't subscribe to the actual, like, handheld philosophy of, like, maybe don't make 30, 45-minute uh, battles that could get someone stuck draining their battery or not wanting to turn off their system. See, I yeah, was, like, what, I what was, console was this on? Um, like all of them. Okay, um, yeah, it's m- Switch, Switch, PS4, <clears throat> Xbox. Because like, it's on PC also. The problem, yeah, the problem with like a thirty-minute battle is that that's like an entire session on the Game Gear, right? Like, <laughs> you know, you, you you've got thirty yeah. minutes on your Game Gear before you got to replace those batteries. Mm. Yeah, luck- luckily this is not on Game Gear. Oh, good. God, I'm so oh. glad my Switch. Like, there's a lot of bitching about the battery life on the Switch. It's so nice that it doesn't actually run on, like, AA batteries. You know? <laughs> it's like, six of them at that. Being able to charge yeah. your Switch and not have to change the batteries all the time. It's a modern comfort that people, you know, they, they bitch about. But, like, you know, back in the day, you had to have four to six AA batteries on hand if you wanted to play your Game Boys or your Game Gears. So I don't want to really hear anybody bitching about batteries anymore. Yeah, yeah it's really uh, not that bad. If- if the What's Switch the... ran on, like, AA batteries, I would buy stock in Energizer. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. I play my Switch almost exclusively in handheld mode. Mm-hmm. I feel I like it. the Neo Geo Pocket Color only used two. Um, and it, it ran for a long time, though, too. It had a good battery life. That machine, system. Yeah, that machine was a fucking beast. And fuck all y'all that didn't buy one. No. <laughs> That's my hot take. You ruined SNK. (laughs) Hot take. Jesse, CEO of Neo Geo. Oh my god, that's great. (laughs) Except Jesse, aka Mr. SNK. Wait, that's another come on, Casca. So anyway, no. uh, But so Wargroove doesn't run on the uh, Neo Geo Pocket Color. Uh, Damn it! It'd be pretty. They had a Sonic game. Yeah, (laughs) had Sonic and Wargroove. Maybe Sonic it would have succeeded. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm kind of glad to hear that this is like a hard as balls game because I almost got <laughs> this game but didn't because like I I don't really like strategy games but every once in a while I kind of want to dip my toe in it. It's like oh it's it's basically Advance Wars. Like maybe I'll get this. Maybe this will be fun. And then I didn't get it. And then you're telling me like oh yeah it's hard as balls. Like oh I made a good call here. <laughs> Well, at the same time, uh, one of the commander units is yeah. a dog. Yeah. And his See, name is Caesar. Uh-huh. And I'm not he gonna... is the best boy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That was a strong selling point to me. Seriously. So, like, why Why haven't they more people come up with things where you get to play as a really good dog? <laughs> like, not at, with a really good dog. <laughs> as a really good dog. This dog is listed on the Wargroove wiki as one of the commanders. It's not like, <laughs> it's not a pet. He's in charge. <laughs> and there's like it. other, there's other dog units. And the really respectful thing is like whenever a dog unit like gets like, defeated, uh, they just run away. They like oh, yelp good. and then they run Aww. away. <laughs> but like, like people units, they're fucking dead. Like forever, yeah. you know. Oh, but the dog just shows him run away. All right, well, I, I like that. So, 
But yeah, I love, I'm looking at the you know, war group looking at because I you know I used this game previously. I used it last year on GTC Gems back when I still did uh, Gems episodes and featured like current releases. So I've listened to the soundtrack and it's good. Uh, the game's made by Chucklefish, the guys that make Stardew Valley. It's cool. I wanted to play it, but I, I never did. But uh, I was looking for like you know art for like the cover of that Gems. I'm like, dude, this is a good looking dog. But uh, I think I'm gonna go with something else. And I never really, like, went back to really figure out why that dog was featured so prominently. It's like, man, that dog is the commander. And if you're looking at his page on the, uh, on the Wargroove wiki, you know, biography, age, four, parentheses, youngest ever commander for Cherry Stone. Like, <laughs> yeah. hell yeah! <laughs> and isn't, yeah. It, isn't it just, like, a floofy dog, but he has a helmet on? Yes. Pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> it's a good boy, man. Uh, he's just a dog with, you know, yeah, essentially like a centurion helmet and like a little bit of mail on his back. It's, uh, I'm, I'm into this dog and I would let, I would follow his orders, you know, anytime. Um, it's, I don't know, it's great. There, there need to be more things in which you get to actually command things as a dog. And then the other, the other empires are, you know, whatever, are pretty cool too. The, uh, there's like a plant thing uh yep jesse have you fought the plant people that, that was the battle that i was in before the show <laughs> yeah they're kind of so, yeah they had these big like uh, tree golems that were uh fucking my shit up i had to use uh uh what are they called trebuchets on them yes. and um hell yeah <laughs> it was it was pretty rad <laughs> damn you tell me they got a strategy game where you fight tree golems with trebuchets and i haven't played this damn yeah. man this sounds fucking great <laughs> And like uh, when the dogs, when you send a dog unit onto the mountaintops, um, they can see further in the map. So that's cool. They're Do very the dog handy. units have an advantage against the Florin tribes? Uh, do the dogs pee on them? No, because they have their own dogs. They have these like weird-looking um, plant dogs that are no like way. they kind of look like kind of like a mix between like a frog and a dog, but it's more plant-based. So plant-based um, frog dog. Yeah, it's Jeez. pretty cool. <laughs> I'm into it. Sounds yeah. great. <laughs> uh, I love the idea yeah, too. Like, of, does the does the dog commander command just other dogs, or are there people? Because I feel like if there's people, it might get confusing. Because if the dog's like, <laughs> it's like, how do I know if I should go left or right here? Yeah. Well, um, it the dog units do get bonuses if they're next to other dog units. Um, however, like, uh, knight units, um, get, uh, bonuses if they're next to commander units. So, since the dog is a commander, you know, it would help the human, the, the knights too, so, um, I, I, I don't know how it works. Maybe it's some sort of, like, you know, you just look at the dog and you're inspired to do the right thing, you know, because the dog is such a good boy. You're like, <laughs> what would he do in this situation? I'll do what, what, you know. That happens every day with my dog Ripley. Anytime I think about doing like the wrong thing, I was looking at her. I'm like, no, I should do the right thing. Look at this dog. John brought up his actual dog. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to Jane, be fair, too. we have been spending like the last eight minutes talking about dogs in this game. So, yeah, I mean, he's a good boy. <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah, you know, but I'm also interested in these other, uh, you know, these other factions because I guess one of them is like a necromancer faction. Oh, yeah, um, the skeletons and stuff. Yeah, like their flag is just like a skull and a moon. Uh, yeah, it looks pretty dope. 
and like as to one of their commanders it says like you know the commander is cobbled together from the parts of fallen warriors i'm like i'm sorry is this unit like is the whole unit skeleton zombies and shit because this game man you know this has sounded better and better like you got your, your your basic hero unit but the commander's a dog You've got the crazy plant people with like their rad weapons and their fucking plant-based frog dogs. Then you got like the bone people, uh, you know. Uh, and then I guess there's another uh, empire that's nothing uh, terribly uh, awesome about them. It looks like they. Uh, <laughs> okay, hold on. They're, they're, the it looks third like, world country. The dog okay, actually, people, no, the, the plant people, the bone people, and other. And Cleveland. No, see, that, and that, that's the thing. I'm clicking through the wiki and just clicking on the names, and I'm like, well, I don't know, Heaven Song. But then I'm looking, and like, you know, talk about sprite artwork. The sprites for, like, the commanders are fucking dope. And it seems like these people are, like, Egyptian samurais. So it that sounds like cool. everything in this game is rad as shit, man. <laughs> like, this, uh, why haven't I bought this yet? Besides the fact that, like, David, I don't like strategy games. <laughs> like, yeah. I, mean, I don't, I don't like all the trappings of a game that's fucking dope, except for the game that it actually is. <laughs> I don't like strategy games. It's hard as hell. I'm glad I didn't buy it. The commander is a dog. There are plant people, skeleton people, and Egyptian samurais. Fuck, I'm mad I didn't buy this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's on Game Pass. Exactly, David. So you can grab it on Game Pass. Cool. I'll get right on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and, and correction. One of, these, one of the Egyptian type things, it's like... Uh, it's like a kid riding in a backpack on, like, an Egyptian Mokujin from Tekken. Like, dude, this game looks rad as hell, man. <laughs> like, all these characters have something, like, every character I'm looking at has something really fucking cool about them. Like, either they're a fucking ancient robot, or they're a zombie skeleton commander, or they're a plant holding double scythes, or they're a fucking dog. Like, <laughs> this is so cool. Like, ugh. I, I'm in love with this game. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. I, I might stick with it a little bit because I've been itching for a strategy-ish game, and um, it's not as like it's simple enough to you know know how to play it. It just sure. gets you know challenging. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'd say stick with it, man, because I want to know about it. I need you to tell me about this shit. Yeah. You know, this is gonna be like my new pro wrestling. I need to know how you're doing in this game. <laughs> I want to. You know, watch it and keep track of the storylines through you. Uh, I want to play this game. I'm not going to play this game. You bingo. play this game instead. Well, that's I the whole thing. I, also, I'm not I a game stream it. boy, <laughs> so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fucking drop twenty on this on the Switch eShop. Yeah, I, I don't have time to play the games that I already own. But yeah, this uh, this game has captivated me with this fucking awesome sprite art and every character having something rad about it. Like, you know, damn, I I, I want to get into this. I can't. Yeah, but Jesse is, so he uh, he can report back to me with uh, how dope this fucking game is. I'll just stream it one day or something. I think you should. I you know I'd watch it because I would gladly watch the, that stream. I like. The idea of strategy games. It's the playing of them that I'm not good at. <laughs> like, I, you know, I'm willing to try, I'm just not successful at it. So it's just uh, it's a fool's errand. It's not my it's not my best use of uh, Switch eShop money to get this game for myself. But uh, Jesse, this pick's fucking great. You know, because and again, I don't know why it's called War Groove. Is there a, is there a groove system to it? Is it like uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer, or is it just a war game with great tunes? 
You know, it, I haven't seen anything in the game that says anything about grooving. You haven't been attacking on rhythm? Yeah. No, there's no like rhythm-based anything. I mean, the music is good, so... Maybe there's <laughs> an army that's like a fucking rock band. Maybe. That, oh, that sounds cool. like the least cool of all the units, but I'm still like near for it. Yeah, hell yeah. Rock band army doesn't beat dog army, skeleton army, fucking Egyptian ninja army, or uh, or the plants. You know, yeah, that's right. Even the plants are better than the rock band. But what if I the mean, rock when... band each member was one person from each of those different tribes? Now that's interesting. Like uh, that's kind of like that, a, like that's... a super group. Yeah. That's basically Gwar, isn't it? Like I'm pretty sure it's exactly yeah. what Gwar is. Yeah. Guar Groove. There you go. Dude, yeah, Guar Groove is the sequel. <laughs> yeah, they gotta get those guys on the phone. Oh, Jesus. Um, I love the yeah, idea, he's too, in it that, too. like, the oh, rock man, band Jesus. is the least interesting out of all of the groups. Yeah, exactly. Because e even the hero faction is like, okay, yeah, these are just like the armored heroes. Oh, they're commanded by a dog. But, you know, immediately more interesting. <laughs> oh, man, Magic War, but the front man's a dog. I'm into it, John. As long as <laughs> it's not your dog. <laughs> oh, oh. Game two.
So this is our fan request. And uh, let me get the trivia thing. For many years, an NPC in the Hennessy's era, fe- or excuse me, in the Hennessy's area, featured an 8-bit sprite of Bub from Bubble Bobble as a decoration. This has since been removed due to copyright issues. Does anyone need that trivia again? I don't think it'll help. Okay, um, so while you finish writing down the answers, I do want to give a shout-out to Damien Beckles, Super Fan Tier producer, uh, who made this request in our Discord channel. What? <laughs> Alright, so, so John Harrington says, Jizz Jack. Jizz Jick Ribbit. Um, I think we'll need to check the uh, spelling on that. Good luck pronouncing that one, motherfucker. <laughs> um, Jesse says Pokemon Black and White 2. Sadly incorrect. I believe John Regan has the correct answer. This is Maple Story. Son of a bitch. So, yeah. Um, shout out to you. I realize uh, now that was, that was requested before... You uh, posted this current theme in the thing, because I believe uh, Damien's been kind of hitting that Maple Story drum for a few years now. So yeah, um, shout out to Damien, as well as Taylor Y, who seconded this request. Um, once the theme was posted, uh, Damien said in our Discord channel, like, oh wow, 
Um, Maple Story uses sprites. I've been wanting that forever. I'm gonna pull super fan tier producer like privilege. Let's get this on the fucking show. I was like, you know You're what? Allowed to do that. I was I was looking at the request. There were a couple old Genesis games that seemed fun. There was Pokemon Black and White Two. I've played that. I thought about using that, and then I was like, oh well, Maple Story Two. Let me listen to the soundtrack and. This soundtrack is surprisingly soothing and fun. I really like this soundtrack. Curses. <laughs> Done in by a soothing and fun soundtrack. No, that makes sense, man. Uh, my problem for you know stuff like that. This is the problem running a uh, you know a podcast and like taking donations for things. Somebody says Maple Story. I don't know what it is. I haven't cared to find out. Um, it's that Canadian <laughs> game, right? Exactly. Somebody requests Maple yeah. Story. I can't be bothered to spend three minutes on Google. Hey, <laughs> yep. that's the thing. I, yeah. I pride myself on spending a little more than three minutes on Google for some things. Not all things, but you know, no, uh, it, it's one of those things that I just I, I don't know I over I I overlooked it for all these years. Like, spending uh, like Terraria. I, you know, it's just like I, uh, what is that? I never bothered learning what that is. So you know, Maple Story, same deal. Spending three minutes on Google is what I do every week, week in a week out. So if you need somebody yeah. to spend three minutes on Google, John, I'm just, your man. Just Let three me minutes a it. week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, if I'd spent three minutes on Google, I this came out 15 years ago. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm way behind on Maple Story. <laughs> so, um, good God! <laughs> I myself have not played this game, but once I started looking into it, it's like, wait! I remember when I was in college, I had a friend who worked in like the store next to me, <laughs> named Carissa, who was like obsessed with this game. It's like, what the hell are you talking about? Um, so this game is basically like my first MMO. Um, it's a free-to-play MMO using really bright, colorful sprite graphics, and they they actually look really nice, but it's it's an MMO. You, like, you choose a class, you meet up people, you go on quests, there's, like, caves to explore and everything, except it's... Wait, I don't want to say simple. Story? No. Um, I don't want to say it's simple because that implies like it's dumb and easy and it's not, but it's Warcraft. This is not, um, <laughs> but it's, it seems like it, it really is like kind of that more again, like there's no way to describe it without sounding condescending, but it's like a basic entry level MMO. I mean, son of a bitch, yeah, I really wish I had spent three minutes on Google with this. This looks charming as hell, man. It's got little chibi characters. They're in a side-scrolling, you know, MMO setting. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm feeling bad that I've been ignoring all this. Look at these adorable anime characters, man. Come on. And it is. It's free to play, but you can spend, like... And it's free to play?! But you can spend, like, actual money if you want, like, cosmetic upgrades or, like if you want to change the look of your armor and that kind of thing. And apparently, what like, that? as of 2020, this game has earned, like, $3 billion. Yeah, and see, that's the other thing I, I wanted to ask. You know, this is the, the beauty of, uh, you know, just, I don't know, coincidence. Uh, as I Google MapleStory, it's in the top stories on Google because apparently there's a new event coming to MapleStory featuring uh, BTS, the K-pop group. <laughs> 
So, you know, Maple Story's still going strong, baby. If they got BTS coming, then, uh, man, this game's unstoppable. I mean, it, it started, it's a Korean game. Like, it started in Korea, and then the next region was, like, Japan and Southeast Asia, and then eventually it came to, like, Europe and America. Um, they did shut it down in Brazil for what some reason. Um, Probably because they didn't bring it out on Sega Genesis. Is that why? Uh, Sega Master, Master System. System. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Any opportunity yeah. it, that John and I can school Johnny on Sega knowledge. <laughs> Only in Brazil, baby. <laughs> That's right. Me and David, the boys from Brazil. Um, but yeah, it's it's a charming game. <laughs> it's, it looks adorable and fun as hell. Um, again, I myself have not played it. Um, John, you have not played it. Johnny, Jesse. Have you not seen the have, boys from Brazil? <laughs> Have you, have you played uh, Maple I Story? I believe we're looking at them, John. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm giggling because I got that reference. David doesn't seem to care that we were just that I just declared that we were the boys from Brazil. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just want to go, Jesse, you have played this? Yeah, it was it was a long time ago. Um I remember there was a whole bunch of different like like Korean esque type uh, MMOs, like uh, Ragnarok Online was big. Um, this one was big. Um, there was one called Gunbound. Um, there was this other one that I liked where you had a jackhammer. And so, like, you could, like, spend most of the game just, like, jackhammer in the ground and finding things. And it was real weird. Um, but yeah, this is just, to me, it was just another one of those, you know. The, the thing that was weird, it was a side scroll, like 2D, which so it was like had some platforming elements and stuff. Um, so it was, it, was, it was interesting, but it didn't keep my interest. So Yeah, that's why I like it doesn't seem like it's the big, expansive, free roaming because it's a 2D side scroller. Like it seems a bit easier to sort of wrap your head around. Um, so that's why, again, it, I, I feel like it's baby's first MMO. <laughs> But it's got a charming as hell soundtrack. I think everything about this game seems charming. And that's from a completely outsider's perspective. Like, you know, this is something I would never play. Uh, something I obviously have spent 15 years not knowing about. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, this <laughs> everything about this looks charming. <laughs> I'm, I'm a impressed. disappointed that I didn't know about it until now. <laughs> I'm impressed it's had the staying power, Dig. Because so, this first came out, like, in Korea in 2003 or something like that. And, um... I feel oh, like yeah, back. I, I was looking at the American release yeah. date. God, it's 17 years old in Korea. Yeah, and back then, like MMOs are popping up left and right and dying left and right. You know, so like this man should be the little mouse that turned the uh, cream into butter and rise to the top, right? Like that's what it did. I mean, it's just stay the up little there. mouse. I feel <laughs> like the analogy you're looking for is the little engine that could. No, no, no. I'm Engine looking for Christopher Walken. make butter? <laughs> I really want to talk about those butter rats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my favorite band. The butter rats. Uh, uh, um, I'm sorry, Johnny. What, what analogy what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking butter rats, man. Fucking but analogies lately, Johnny. <laughs> I mean, really, the butter rats are basically just like jazz. That's, yeah, I was about to say, it sounds like the name of a jazz singer. Butter That's Rats why I thought Troy. this was Jazz Jackrabbit. What the fuck, man? Oh, man, two little mice fell into a bucket of cream. One of, the, one of the mice, he just gave up immediately and drowned, but the other mouse 
He kept going so hard that he turned that cream into butter and he rose to the top. Oh. And Maple Story the... is that mouse. But then the butter's got like rat. It's <laughs> rat butter. Yeah. I was gonna say it's no, like okay, what? one of it's one of the it's mice mouse butter. Okay. One of the mice turned it into butter and escaped. The other mice drowned and died, so you're still getting butter with mouse parts <laughs> yeah, into it. Yeah. Nasty Johnny. Yeah. I mean, like, does the mouse that escaped and excel the butter? Because that's fucked up. <laughs> Eat my friends. Sold the butter and lived like a king. I made it with my own hands. What's with that tail? Uh, it's a bonus. The survivors in the guilt. butter. Survivor's guilt's a funny way of saying millionaire. <laughs> so anyway, Johnny's Javier Bardem's Skyfall monologue aside, um, <laughs> you know, this fucking game, like, I, I, I'm charmed by it. I'm devastated to know that uh, I've been overlooking something so cute all this time. Um... It, yeah, it, and it, yeah, I love that it's still going. It, yeah. J- David, you're a big fan of BTS, the Korean uh, pop group, right? So <laughs> I mean, obviously, I have col- their upcoming collaboration with Maple Story. Yeah, they're dynamite. I, I have all of their albums. Um, the bitch was importing them, but um, yeah, the fact what? that it, <laughs> you know, importing their album from Korea. Um, no, the, the cadence of your speech implied that you know someone named The Bitch who was importing these K-pop albums. <laughs> That's definitely the name of somebody you meet under a bridge. Like, okay, so, like, apparently y'all are, like, clicked in with the Chicago Asian music scene. If you want, if you want to import something, you go to The Bitch. That's... <laughs> I honestly thought you were saying that someone you knew was called the bitch. That's 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 what I'm cracking up at. Like, David knows someone known only as the bitch, and that's who he gets his K-pop albums from. Again, y'all are very clearly not familiar with the Chicago Asian music scene. You gotta go to the bitch. Um, this bit has gone on if you're way too long. Chicago and you need a K-pop album, come see my dad, the bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> this bit has gone on way too long and it has no good payoff. No such um, thing. Let's keep going. <laughs> oh, I drank too fast tonight. <laughs> Two bitches fell to a fat of cream. <laughs> <laughs> Game 3 
Alright guys, so, uh, in this game the player can use a melee attack as well as several consumable chip-based attacks, including the energy gun, fusion gun, quantum bombs, and the remote-controlled bolo. How's everybody feeling? Pretty good. Good. You know, I haven't had to give the chat a warning about spoiling the game in quite some time. It's nice that you're back, Chrono, but I'll delete your mix from YouTube if you do this to anybody else's game. <laughs> that, he didn't help me out on this at all. I have no good. idea what. <laughs> Let's see some answers. Jesse says Contra 2. Sadly incorrect. Johnny says Fernet Branca. He's, uh, he's right up my alley, but he's not correct. And David has the correct answer, KQF Kabuki Quantum Fighter. Um, I just want to put it out there that I did not look at the Discord chat for hints. Uh, very few video games come up in Google when you search remote control bolo. <laughs> <laughs> mm. you, uh, you, you figured out the keywords there, baby. That's, uh, that's how it goes. Um, but... I was hoping that maybe you remembered those tunes. David, did you play some Kabuki Quantum Fighter with me at some point? You know, um, because I googled this, I feel confident in saying I have never heard of this game before tonight. <laughs> okay, cool. So I misremembered completely. I was like, I think me and David can goof on this game for a little bit, right? Like, we, uh, we, got, we, uh, we know what's up. Oh, no. David doesn't know what Kabuki Quantum Fighter is. Uh, I mean, I, I, am going to, I am going to be to you what you were to me when I pulled out the Cryon Conquest. Like, I literally have no idea what this is. I mean, fair enough. That is uh, another game starting with K for the NES that makes zero fucking sense on paper uh, and has a dope-ass soundtrack. So, yeah, uh, you know. We can be that for each other. Um, before I continue, Jesse or D uh, Johnny, did you fuck around with Kabuki Quantum Fighter? <laughs> yeah, this game NES is fucking nuts. Travels? I... Oh, okay. Jesse knows. <laughs> yeah, I've cool. never fucked around with a Kabuki. Yeah, good. Don't. Because <laughs> um, you get whipped with that fucking crazy hair. Uh, so, Jesse, you played this a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's, it's something. It's crazy. It's... <laughs> It's one of those games. It? <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It's it's very difficult to describe. Like you gotta just describe what it presents to you. Um, 
and you know before I do that it's one of those games where it's just like you see this on like you know a used game shelf back in the day you snatch it up because it's like what the fuck Kabuki <laughs> Bottom Fighter uh, you know I'll, I, I got three dollars on that might as well and then you play it a little bit and it's like alright this doesn't really make any sense but it's fun to play and like easy to rag on but like I feel like now like it's something that actually should be appreciated for just being audaciously stupid and just fucking wildly out there. The game itself is perfectly fine to play. Like, it's kind of Ninja Gaiden. Uh, you're doing some platforming, you're doing some fighting, you got uh, attacks that you can uh, use and it consumes up a meter. But, you know, to my you know uncultured NES brain back in the day, it's like, I'm sorry, is this a game in which you play as a kabuki theater actor and whip people with your hair inside a computer? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. What the fuck were they thinking of this? Like, it's, uh... They had that good what? shit. They it's were good shit, ahead of like, their time is what they were. They if, really were. They were like, way ahead of their time. Yeah, if this came out last year, this would have blown the doors off a of Kickstarter. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this, this would be like a fucking hit. Yeah. But no, would. they had to release it on the NES back when the NES was a thing. Right. <laughs> they had to release it in 1991, you fucking idiots. Well, back just, when guys like me were like, oh, that's dumb. Yeah. Like, not realizing, like, it's a perfectly fine, like, version of Ninja Gaiden. You just happen to be, instead of using a sword, you're using kabuki hair. <laughs> like, this, this looks you know, great. Even if they had waited till right after Shantae came out, it'd be like, hey, now, Shantae's not the only one that can whip with her hair. This kabuki boy, he can really whip. I was just about to say, but, it's like, you're a kabuki person. Oh, whatever, this game's weird, where you're whipping your hair. Go on. There's a whole yeah. song about that. Shut up. Johnny, how does it go? <laughs> Embarrass yourself. I, I whip my hair back and forth a billion times. <laughs> Alright, we're going to set that to the beat, and Johnny just released his next single. <laughs> Willow Smith featuring Johnny. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Or is no, it Johnny uh, featuring Willow Smith? <laughs> preferably neither. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's... But yeah, man, so Kabuki Quantum Fighter, like I said, it's like vaguely Ninja Gaiden-esque, except instead of using a sword, using your hair whip. It takes place inside a computer program, and the best way to present it is just to present it with the information they present you. And I'm sorry that I'm reading off of Wikipedia rather than, like, an official transcript of the game, but, um, you know, I watched a, uh, you know, a long play of the game before the show to refresh myself because I didn't have time to bust out my NES. I do own this game. Oh, wow. Uh, I wasn't bullshitting about spending $3 on this crazy shit years ago. Um, but yeah, you play as Colonel Scott O'Connor, a uh, military agent who is able to transfer his brain into raw binary code in order to combat a rogue program inside the main Earth defense computer. So you have to download your brain into Earth's defense computer because there's a virus that you have to fight. Is, okay. this, is this based on a true story? I believe it is. Um, it's. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty know, certain it, this is a Terminator movie, is it not? It, no, it's not, John. <laughs> Sorry, I, I will not stand for that Terminator slander. This shit's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but this is Kabuki Quantum Fighter, and you play as Scott O'Connell. 
Is this an adaptation of The Last Samurai? There's one of my big kickers for the problem with this game. The translation for America, for some reason, landed on the name Scott O'Connor. <laughs> so, there's no real explanation given for why, when you download your brain into the Earth Defense Computer, you turn into a Kabuki character. Why well, it says it, it's, it's a body forms into a self-image of his ancestor. I, I was getting there. Oh, okay. You <laughs> said there was no wet reason why. No. The real okay. plot, like, no, it just says, like, so he downloads him, so he's Lieutenant Scott O'Connor, he's a blonde guy, he looks like a fucking Toriyama character, he looks like a fucking military anime dude. He gets downloaded to the computer, he wakes up as a kabuki man, and he's talking through the computer with the people back at the military base, and it's like, uh, why am I a kabuki guy now? And they're like, well, wasn't your great-grandfather a famous kabuki actor? Maybe you're became his image. It's like... <laughs> what? <laughs> that just raises I did what? questions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. When I download my brain, I take on the image of my great-grandfather? This is already better than uh, better than Avatar, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty good. And <laughs> I'm Scott O'Connor, again, from presumably Ireland... <laughs> and his great-grandfather was a kabuki <laughs> actor? The famous kabuki actor? Like, <laughs> it, it boggles the mind. It's just, you know, if all they had to do was not name the character Scott O'Connor. <laughs> like, or have it be some crazy thing where it's like, yeah, the computer, when you download your brain into it, it reflects your innermost desires. Are you not telling us something, Scott? Did you want to be a kabuki actor at some point? It's like, yeah, I did. I wanted to be a kabuki actor with murder hair. Oh, you got me, guys. Okay, well, I better stop this virus. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha! <laughs> I feel oh, man. like this is... Alright, so, There's... like, I hate to admit this, but I think you're kind of actually, like... You're basically replicating my uh, Quantum Leap fan fiction right now because there's definitely a, a thing I wrote where, where Scott Bakula becomes a good Buki fighter. Scott Bakula O'Connor. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, this would also be well served as a Quantum Leap game. <laughs> you download your brain into something, you wake up as something different. <laughs> And, and you do you got, something. You got to write what once went wrong to, to leap into the next life. And then inside the Earth's defense computer. <laughs> hey, hey, cousin! This is your cousin Marvin Platinum. <laughs> your I cousin got a, Marvin Ziggy. <laughs> I got a game idea that you're really gonna love with this woman, and she uses her hair to fight with it. I like it. I like where your head's at, man. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's, uh, I mean, just based on that plot point alone, it's baffling to me. But, uh, the, the game itself is fun. You're doing Ninja Gaiden shit. You're, uh, doing, like, some, uh, some swinging, some traversing, uh, using different weapons. And the main other thing that gets in my, is my sticking point is you're, you've downloaded your brain into a computer. Why does the inside of the computer take the shape of a platforming level of any kind? This game should be way more abstract than what it is. Like, it's a platforming level, essentially it looks like a Ninja Gaiden level where you're fighting enemies. And then like the second level, there's like waterfalls. 
and like uh, ice platforms and you know, it's just <laughs> and, like very quickly it's like well I guess the inside of the Earth's defense computer looks like you know, fucking NES game. I don't know. <laughs> we couldn't really zazz it up all that much. Uh, so the Earth Defense computer is actually is just running on an NES. Yeah. Like you go to NORAD, you look at the big screens. It's all just an NES game. That's why it was so vulnerable to virus attack. That makes sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, and they ultimately revealed that yeah, the virus is of alien origin. Uh, the virus was going to turn our own weapons on us and then destroy the universe using, I guess, one satellite. I don't know. Apparently, you know, the, the story's a little little messy, starting at the starting <laughs> point of Scott O'Connor. Um, you don't say. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the game itself, yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. It's hard. Uh, it's NES hard. Obviously, you know, that's the problem with trying to watch, like, a uh, playthrough of it these days. It's like, well, this looks easy. And it's like, wait a minute. Everybody that's doing videos for YouTube makes it look easy. Like, I could never beat this game and, like, not lose a life. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I have played it a good bit. I like I like whipping people with my hair. Some of the weapons you get, like, you get a, like I said, laser gun and, like, a fusion gun. Um... And then, like, one of your other weapons, it, you know, it says a quantum bomb. It's a stick of dynamite. It's, you know, it's really not complicated. You're inside a computer system. There's alien viruses all over the place, and you throw in sticks of dynamite at them. Um, <laughs> it's dope. I, I want that clip for the radio. Of, it's really not that complicated. You're in a computer simulation. There's aliens attacking you. Like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What about this is not complicated? And you throw dynamite at him, David. I, I don't understand the under, the misunderstanding here. Like, you're you're a kabuki man throwing dynamite at viruses inside of a computer system, David. This game, it should be a stone cold classic. It would be if it came out a couple of years ago. It, it, the fact of the matter is, this game was at least 15 years ahead of its time. Um, it's uh, it's some wild shit. Uh, and it's got cool sprite artwork. I mean, you know, the, the Kabuki guy himself, uh, you know, the, it's got a good fluid hair whip motion going. Um, there's nice little, like, interstitials between the levels. Uh, and then the enemies themselves, I mean, the, the one place they really did kind of, I guess, get a little abstract is the enemies. Because, like, the enemies will just be, like, what vaguely looks like the evil insides of a computer. It'll just be, like, a metal-ish mouth attacking you or, like something that jumps at you but it resembles no no earthly thing like it you know the, the enemies are a fun variety of grotesque you know computer creatures it's uh it's a pretty cool game it's pretty fun <laughs> i was uh i was glad to remember it for this episode because i'm like let's see you know sprite based games let's go old school let's let's dig through the carts a little bit let's see what we got in here oh i think me and david played this and i'm only just now <laughs> getting to this you know getting to the show and finding out that no david and i did not play this, this is another david. memory of this with someone else <laughs> yeah. it, it was your Different other friend david entirely. right uh, that's the problem with David being Best. named John or David. Just so many fucking you know, friends with your same <laughs> name. Ugh. But yep, it's uh, it's a cool game, cool soundtrack, cool sprite art, you know, cool hair whipping, cool virtual dynamite. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. I, I actually I don't recommend spending any money on it, but I recommend playing it if you, <laughs> if you like fucking. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I, I I don't endorse this game. But I do recommend checking it out if you're a fan of bizarre NES relics 
and you know things that were clearly ahead of their time that actually were a perfectly fine game and didn't really warrant me making fun of them as hard as I did back in the day. It's like I was laughing at this, you know, 15 years ago. Now I'm like, no, this game kind of fucking rules. And I, it was me. It was me who was misunderstanding things. <laughs> this game came in with confidence, and I laughed at it then. I appreciate it now. That's uh, that's the driving point here. Uh, anyway, Kabuki Quantum Fighter's dope. So let's all download our brains as pure binary into the computer and continue with the episode in whatever form our great-grandfathers took. <laughs> maybe I'll be a homeless sage. Yeah, maybe I'll live in a chicken coop. <laughs> Game four. Alright guys, so this was the first isometric view game for this console.
guys have uh, some answers? This is what I think uh, it is. You got any other uh, trivia there? Nope. <laughs> Just word. <laughs> Isometric view on the... Con I can tell you the console that helps. Please. Uh, the Game Boy. The Game Boy. Cool. It's first not what I thought it was. That makes me feel better. Isometric view game on the Game Boy. God, it makes me want to change my answer, but... I mean, they're still writing. You got time. Up oh, here we go. No, no, you don't anymore. All right, so John says the Smurfs, which is incorrect. Uh, David says Sonic 3D Blast, which is incorrect. And Jesse says Solstice, which is pretty close, but incorrect. This is Altered Space for the Game Boy. <laughs> Yes, this is Altered Space, uh, programmed by Mike Fallen and composed by Jeff Fallen. Uh, and it's basically their Game Boy follow-up to Solstice, which is why Jesse was pretty close. It's an isometric uh, puzzle, you know, platformer game where you go through levels. You play a um, an astronaut that's been kidnapped on an alien spaceship. You're trying to escape the alien ship and move your way up through the ship and get to an escape pod and escape. And it's, uh, it's basically Solstice on the Game Boy is what it is. Okay, hold on. Who the fuck is Mike Fallon? <laughs> <laughs> He's like I know Shep. Tim Fallon. I know Jeff Fallon. Who the fuck is Mike Fallon? Get yeah, the fuck out. It's, it's not Mike Fallon. It's the Reverend Michael Stewart Fallon. Yeah, he's the um oh shit. He uh uh he's the third Olsen twin is what he is. Like you got he's Mary Scarlet Kate, you got Witch. Ashley Olsen, and then you got he's yeah, Scarlet Eric Witch. Christian Olsen? Yeah. <laughs> what? And yeah, he would pro he he was a programmer, he programmed games, and he programmed this one. After this 16 is blowing years, my fucking mind, dude. 225 episodes into the show, and we find out there's another fallen. <laughs> the third fallen. After 16 years in the computer games industry, fallen left the industry to train as a priest in the Church of England. He was subsequently ordained at Liverpool Cathedral, and as of 2010, is the vicar at St. Peter's. Well, that went well. These fucking fallens, man. What a pile of legends. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah? Johnny, I... I, I yeah, uh. yeah, so there's Mike Fallen, Future Priest, just programming isometric games in the Game Boys. Future Priest. Just like he just comes from the past with like a robot arm and a like a, a data pad that has like a holographic okay, yeah. Bible. Now, can we all just work on our like treatments for the pilot episode of Mike Fallen Future Priest? <laughs> I've come from the future. Jesus is back, I'm telling you guys. He really came back. Look at these pictures I took with me and him. He altered the space. <laughs> he, he taught Jeff how to do arpeggios. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, Johnny. He altered the space. Space! Yes. Thank you. That. So wait, is that the voice of Mike Fallon? <laughs> yes, Mike Fallon sounds remarkably like Tim Curry doing a Russian accent. God, what is reality anymore now that there's a third Fallon? <laughs> 2020's like, weird. Dude, this is, seriously, this is the most 2020 shit possible. You're just gonna tell me there's another Fallon? <laughs> I mean... I, I, I mean, to be fair, the most 2020 thing would be telling you there's another Fallen brother, and he's dead. It's like, there's another <laughs> Fallen! He died in a car accident 20 years he's ago. He's dead! Sorry! Oh. Fine. Uh, um, wow, John. How the hell did you find this? Did you search for Tim Fallon Game Boy games or some shit, and then you found out there was actually a different Fallon making Game Boy games? I mean, pretty close. I searched for Tim Fallen games, and then I, well, I searched for Fallen games, which got me to this one with Jeff Fallen. Um, because I was, oh, I yeah, was looking- Tim didn't even compose this. No, yeah, this Tim and Jeff. Mike. Yeah. Not on good speaking terms. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> <laughs> now that's the real reveal is that Tim and Mike Fallon hate each other <laughs> <laughs> but no and I was what? looking up a bunch of like ZX Spectrum games and all that and, and having a good time oh, good. but like you know they didn't come out in the US <laughs> um, having a good time as one always does when researching the ZX Spectrum the Z yeah. Spectrum dude yeah. there are some pretty good soundtracks on it the problem is that they're only like one song for the whole game right so I couldn't right. bring on a game that tune um, yeah, no, that's, uh, it's really an advantage that people have on uh, other video game music podcasts over ours, is that they'll play one song from a game at a time, and no. they'll play games from, like, uh, systems that only came out in Europe. I mean... Yeah. We've limited ourselves in a certain capacity. You could just play the same song three times. <laughs> what are we gonna Ooh. do, stop you? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You could do that, you're the champ, I can't pull shit like that. I can pull shit like that. We can all pull shit like done, that. It's called Unhappy Shame. I've done that shame. last week with that, uh, that Tekken 6 Yodeling song. I, I really should have just done that. <laughs> Pulled a serious rank. Did seven minutes of yodeling. Um, God, that was but, so good, though. <laughs> I'm still just... Johnny, you got me throwing for a loop, man. No. Yeah. This game's pretty, like, it's pretty cheeky sometimes. Um, I have to imagine this is what Luke Skywalker felt like when somebody told him there was another Skywalker. <laughs> me being told there's another follower. <laughs> It's like, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you got a don't, sister. Don't you just die what? right now after that reveal. I'm going to need some further information. Is it someone I've kissed? <laughs> yeah. Have I kissed Mike Fallon? You got an address? <laughs> Have I kissed Mike Fallon? Episode I title. Think, uh, <laughs> We're sitting here I've, talking uh, about altered I've space. British men. Was one of them Mike Fallon? <laughs> We're talking about altered space for the Game Boy, and John immediately jumps in with, I kind of feel like Luke Skywalker in, like, I want to see where this is going. Hmm. Like, what? You tell me there's another, and I'm just baffled by it, and also a little horny. So, so yeah, this this game's pretty fun. <laughs> you can you can beat it in about seven minutes if oh, you want you to. Oh, sure can. <laughs> 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 wow, John, that's three times the time it takes me. <laughs> Like, I, I watched one long play video of somebody taking, like, 45 minutes to finish the game. 
And then I found uh, a, a, a game facts that described how to beat the game pretty quickly, and I found a video where somebody did that path. And uh, yeah, like seven, eight minutes to actually finish the game because it, it has like secret exits in some levels that take <laughs> you to like let you skip a level kind of thing. Like in level one, you can skip level two and go straight to level three. And then level six. Oh, is that what skipping level two does? And then level level six blew my mind because when you get into level six, there's a transporter right there in the first room that you're in that takes you to level seven, and there's a door to leave. And it, apparently, if you leave through the door, you just get ambushed immediately and die. Like level six is just like no, go on to the thing and get up to level seven. Like don't don't. Don't don't do this level. Like level six is kind of—it's oh, like a joke level, I guess. Interesting. Kind of interesting. And this is just—I'm sorry, John. I'm baffled by this. No, it, it, yeah, also, it's also—it's—I it's, mean, have you seen Solstice? It's Solstice for the Game Boy. It's the same game. Yeah, that doesn't make me want to like or play it. That's the thing. Like you know, Solstice. Oh, oh wait, no, no, no. Okay, Solstice, fine. Equinox is the game that I've got a podcast long history beef with ever since uh, Alex requested that shit for us back in like episode 6 or whatever like not interested in Equinox and I know Equinox is the sequel to Solstice um is but it? Yeah, no, it I think this is. is the sequel to Solstice oh my god so it went you know Solstice then they altered the space yeah and then you got the Equinox then you got Equinox gotcha but is this is this canon? Yes. Good. To the story of seasons or whatever the as, fuck As I shrug, yes. Yes, it. it's absolutely canon, sure. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be canon? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Solstice 90, Altered Space 91, Equinox 93. 93, yeah. E you know, see, but e and Equinox is listed on Wikipedia as parentheses Solstice 2. So, you know, what is this? Solstice 1.5 HD remix? It's uh, yes. Solstice 358 Days Over 2. <laughs> That's what it is. They altered the, the space and the naming convention. Son of a bitch. Solstice Chain of Memories. Uh, <laughs> this, you know, they altered the space and the card battle Gorge. system. Gorge! <laughs> God, you can play this game as goofy. <laughs> I'm in. Yuck. Uh, I mean, honestly, like, uh, yeah, I, I love the soundtrack. Uh, yeah, I love Jeff Fallon composing on the Game Boy. I'm going to find some more Jeff Fallon Game Boy soundtracks and look that up. Cause, uh, I said the Smurfs because it was composed by Alberto Jose Gonzalez, who uh, clearly just studied the Fallon playbook on Game Boy and makes like the best Game Boy soundtracks. And I was like, oh, okay, so Johnny picked like a, a Turok game or something. No. You picked a Fallen game, which was studied by, uh, you know, Alberto Jose for, uh, you know, for later games. So, Do you think he knew who Mike Fallen was? That's the, see, that's the real question. Does Alberto know Mike Fallen? I don't know. Because I don't know these men. Please email us. I speak us. of them with familiarity. <laughs> I've never met these men. Chuck, like, what I are you talking about? I would love to get they Alberto are... on the show, but I don't really know him. I want to what get are you Mike about? on the they show. They are close personal friends of Game That Tune. I mean, in fairness, uh, Alberto is definitely in the VGM Podcast fans group on Facebook. So, like, <laughs> we could get in touch with Alberto Jose Gonzalez oh, and get him on the show at some point. That would be amazing. Uh, which would be pretty fucking dope. As for, uh, you know, the fucking Reverend Michael Stewart Fallen, I'm not sure if he's available. But, 
I'd be into interviewing him just to honestly, like, seriously. Who are you? Who the fuck are you? There's a third fall of it. You explain, please. Who? Who I mean, to be fair, if there is any fallen brother interested in doing our show, it's the one who is ordained as a minister in the Church of England. Yeah, you'll love our I think show. That, that's the beauty of it. He might be more interested than Tim Fallen at this point. Like, Tim Fallen's kind of like sworn off programming and chiptunes. It's like, all right, so let's call Mike. Maybe <laughs> Mike will talk to us. <laughs> like, just, just imagine releasing an episode of the show with an interview with Mike Fallen. Sending it straight to Tim Fallon, being like, all right, ball's in your court, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) You want to come on here, or you want me to keep imitating you on GTT Radio? Which one is it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Wow, John, what a pick. Uh, A game that obviously we've had so much to say about it. (laughs) This is uh, a discussion that's... In no way up our own ass. <laughs> you know, 220-something episodes of Game That Tune. I uh, mean, we've discussed it every way you can. It's Solstice on the Game Boy. Yeah. And moving on. on. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> really need answers here. Uh, uh. Game <laughs> 5.
Oh, is that how we're gonna go, John? Because I'll do oh, that what too. We're doing, baby. We doing an, it, baby. We doing it big. In an interview with Polygon, director Austin Ivansmith made a comment about people believing that this game copied Castlevania games by mentioning how he thought that was funny considering Castlevania copied the original source material. Great show. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, All right, everybody. All right, gentlemen. I am thankful that my <laughs> webcam focuses on, like, face and nothing below. Um, Tilt it down, baby! <laughs> who's got those answers? David's got a hog. <laughs> no shit! Uh, we have got ourselves a hat trick, because everyone says the mummy demastered. Show your dicks. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, oh, so, yeah, this is The Mummy Demastered. Uh, the tie-in game to The Mummy, part of the Dark Universe. Dark Universe made it back oh, on the show, oh, baby! Oh, my God, the Dark oh, Universe. Oh, David, why did you think it was a good idea to close with Dark Universe? We're not going to talk about this game at no, all! No, David knew it was a great idea to close on the Dark Universe. Woo! Well, it was one of those things where I was like, uh, we can close on my game. Like, I've played this game. I love this game. Like, I have a lot to talk about this game. And then, like, as we progressed through the show when we all started drinking more, I was like, you know what? This was still the best possible decision. 
Can we talk about the fact that they thought they were going to launch Dark Universe with a movie starring Tom Cruise and Nick Miller and Russell Crowe showing up halfway through it? I mean, come on, baby. Um, oh, God. It's it's funny because, Nick Miller. like, as I was looking up this game, like, you know, I've bought this game. I've played this game. This game is actually really fucking good and if you haven't played it i highly recommend it um it's a it's a metroidvania game where you're exploring you are one of the nameless prodigium soldiers and i mean god prodigium (laughs) and i mean like literally your character is never given a name they're just a prodigium soldier and sean what are you doing with your camera (laughs) nothing man i'm just adjusting the focus man um, there is an interesting it's the hook. power of the Branka <laughs> there is an interesting hook in this game um, because if you die they just Prodigium just sends in another soldier um, but the the character you were playing as with all of your upgrades and items and everything gets resurrected as a zombie so you can actually find them kill them and then get your equipment back now that's dope. They they followed the zombie U path, the very successful game mechanic from Zombie U. Uh, good on them. Um, but yeah, it's it's funny because I was going back to like reread reviews and everything, trying to find trivia for this game. Honestly, and when this game came out, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, it's a tie-in game to the Mummy starring Tom Cruise that's coming out." And, you know, building up that dark universe and everything. But everybody talking about it now is just kind of like, yeah, this is a weird thing because this game came out as a tie-in to this movie and it went nowhere. So what yeah, is this no shit. That, that movie went nowhere. <laughs> like, what were they thinking? <laughs> dark universe? And again, I maintain that, like, the dark universe could have been good universal monsters in the 30s had the first cinematic universe but they fucked it up so badly you sure did man uh do we want to talk about the game more or do we want to talk more about dark universe honestly like dark universe yeah i mean i enjoyed the movie it's been a couple years since i've seen it now but like dark universe it kind of worked for me like Wait, so I have a, I actually have a, a real question here. The the Mummy Demasters is this like a real like official game or is this a fan game? Because I feel like usually oh, no. a Demastered game is like a fan game. Oh, <laughs> oh what are you God. doing, John? <laughs> Don't worry about it, man. I'm just working on the focus. <laughs> no, this is this is a real game. So um, they tapped Way Forward to do the license um, to it's make it's a Way Forward game. <laughs> it is. WayForward has done a lot of licensed games in the past. They did, like, the Thor DS game. Like, they've done a lot. And they tapped them, and they're like, okay, so we're going to do... We want to do uh, a mummy game, and we've got this Dark Universe and the Prodigium, and they're like, okay, cool. Can we just do, like, a game where you're starring as the soldiers exploring, like, tombs and caves and shit? And, they're, and Universal apparently was like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Um... It's Jesse. You are giving the thumbs down. <laughs> no, because I see John is up to no good. Oh, okay. 
Um, I thought you were giving the thumbs down to like way forward licensed game. No, you're good. Again, but John, the game is stalking. The game is. The game is really <laughs> is fun. In the um, <laughs> I think he's got a red hot chili peppers on. That's what he's oh gonna no. do. Uh, give it away! Uh, give it away! Give it away now! <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm worried. I'm concerned by the message that uh, did Johnny send his dick to somebody just now? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm watching these chat messages scroll. I'm upset by one of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not send my dick to anybody just now. Just now. Okay, good. Because <laughs> like that thing, like, week. I don't want to click through all my fucking discords and mark them unread in an effort to avoid your penis, John. <laughs> I've seen your supposed penis. Supposed. And, yeah. I don't need to fucking witness that again. <laughs> Sorry, David. There's a lot of penis things going on. In this game. It's it's a fun game. And you want to uh, know what's great? You started it, motherfucker. <laughs> you took uh, your shirt off, David. Ho ho ho. Yeah, I know I did. Yeah. So now I got my dick out. Ho ho ho. <laughs> See, we knew that was gonna happen. Yeah, but uh, the stocking, you know, my penis fills this entire stocking. Oh wow. <laughs> I was just about to say, I would show my penis in a stocking, but sadly, my stocking doesn't cover it. Um, well, I just spent all of my mic on that one. That was, that was good. My penis is the size of several large apples and some walnuts. It's like a toddler holding onto a grapefruit. <laughs> oh, that's very, like, non-proportional. That sounds awful. This is what you get for bringing Dark Universe back to the show, David. <laughs> dick you universe. Son of a bitch. You get oh. the Dick Universe. <laughs> the last time we talked about Dark Universe, I asked, what the fuck's the Dark Universe? <laughs> yeah. Can we. Oh, okay. Actually, hold on. Let me get to Game Action right now and see if I can Google or, you know, Control F Dark Universe. <laughs> I just want to I remember being very confused about, about like, the overall concept. I just want to say that I really hope the episode title is Dick Universe. Hell yeah. Uh, episode 135, regular bonus. One of the tags, Belmont versus the Dark Universe. And episode 73, Rise of Dickbeard, Wonder Boy versus Dark Universe. Yes. <laughs> God, 90 episodes ago. It's, it's so good to get Dark Universe back on the show. It's been a bit. Woo! Man, it's been nearly a hundred episodes since we got Dark Universe on the show. Ooh, so, like, God. where are they with the Dark Universe? How are they doing over that? <laughs> <laughs> like, how many movies now are What's the, the Dark status? Universe? <laughs> <laughs> um, when are we getting that like, next Dark Universe? Like, a hundred episodes ago, we talked about the mummy and how it was part of the Dark Universe. Like, how, how oh, are they yeah, doing? Exactly. Seriously, okay, so yeah, we talked about Dark Universe, you know, almost two years ago exactly, and then before that in August of 17, and we're still waiting on another Dark Universe movie? Allegedly, really, there's... This, you know, the COVID excuse is out the window. They should have had this shit in the can a long time ago. Allegedly, they're still doing an Invisible Man movie with Johnny Depp. I don't think that's going to happen, because Johnny Depp... Um, <laughs> 
I mean, Johnny Depp's the perfect actor for the Invisible Man. They can just say he's in the movie and then not <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. yeah just, just have him aid, just have him ADR the whole thing. And, or, or no, you know, Winnie, it's ADR and it's Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> Sorry, uh. Johnny Depp. Ooh! It's like, wait a minute. One, I don't see him. And two, that sounds like Hannibal. <laughs> um... I completely lost my train of thought, so I'm gonna go back to my We're original. Talking about the dark universe, yeah, what's your favorite, the greatest of all David, cinematic universes. David, what's your favorite dark universe movie? Go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like it has to be the Mummy it's the because Snyder cut. they've literally not made any others. <laughs> I feel like they were supposed to tie in that there was a Dracula reboot that was awful. That Dracula that Untold, Whoa. also Dracula Unwatched. <laughs> so, that Invisible Man movie that came out recently, is that part of this? No. Yeah. Okay. It is should be Mad because Man it's a one? really good movie, but it's not. Oh. <laughs> should have been. God, can we get a Hollow Man universe? Like, like a whole universe around Hollow Man? The retcon, the, let's just make the Paul Verhoeven universe a thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody, nobody in on the Paul Verhoeven yeah. verse. <laughs> no, I'm in on the Hulk Hogan universe. No, you don't. No, okay, no. I'm sorry. So you're, you're telling me you don't want to see in the Paul Verhoeven verse. You don't want to see fucking like Total Recall, Showgirls, Starship Troopers, and Hollow Man all in the same movie. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, no, I no, do. I yeah, now that you phrase it like this, yes, yes I do. Not to mention the hero of the whole movie, RoboCop. I was going to say, it's like, no, I don't want a Paul Verhoeven universe. Wait, I do want RoboCop fucking up the arachnids from Starship Troopers. Like, that shit would be the, awesome. I, 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 would like a quantum, I would like a Quantum Leap verse, you know, where everything relates to Quantum Leap. That sounds good, yeah. too. That sounds Actually, like yeah, pretty good. Could the we get quantum bacula verse ain't happening, <laughs> Can we get Robocop fighting the arachnids, except Robocop instead of being Alex Murphy is Elizabeth Berkeley from Showgirls? Mm-hmm. I'm down. <laughs> so down. The chess call it the bacula verse, but it's 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 important that you call it the bacula Stockwell universe. Dean Stockwell was a very important part of that show. Okay? It's it's all about Bacula and Stockwell so, universe. <laughs> So Johnny, you know, off you go. Johnny, there's an episode of Enterprise where uh, Scott Bakula, is, you know, he's the captain of the ship. Uh, they okay. meet this alien dude who's played by Dean Stockwell. So it's like a, a cool, like, little, uh, yeah. um, hey, we're back together. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Yes. Like, that's beautiful. Johnny, can you name one other thing that Dean Stockwell was in? Oh, God. I think it was in Down Periscope or some Navy <laughs> movie. No, McHale's Navy, I think. McHale's Navy, right? Wasn't he in that? I honestly don't remember. Those two ran together for me. Ugh, Jesus. Um, David, did you yell out your points about the mummy demastered at some point during all this nonsense? <laughs> I mean, I did, I did want to bring up just because, like, number one, this game is significantly better than the movie. Like, it's actually a legit that. good I, you know, honestly, game. I'll- on on the real tip, I have heard that the Mighty Mastered is a very fun game that greatly exceeds its source material. Um, and I did want to bring up, uh, it's a way forward game, and they do a really good job with the sprite animations. Like, 
it's it looks like it's a 16-bit Super Nintendo game, except it's much much more fluid like the sprites in this game are fucking fantastic like this game looks great um it plays really fun and it's got a pretty cool creepy soundtrack now we can go back to the dark universe yeah so i mean how do you fix the dark universe (laughs) you're you're the you're the horror movie guy and the the classic movie guy what's the next step what do you do to write the <laughs> shit? No, 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 what do you do to write the shit? Computers. Beeps. Beeps. What the heck? Scoring complete. This game's winner is. John Harrington. Yeah, that's right, babies. I never tapped. I did not submit. I did not lose a match to John Regan. It's a John Harrington classic win. My goodness. What an episode. What a low-scoring show. What a confusing ordeal this has been. You know, frankly, based on the amount of uh, low-point low scoring and unwanted nudity in this live stream, <laughs> Johnny probably should have won the show, but I'm happy to take it. So, you know, Johnny, I'll split the win with you a little bit. What were you thinking as a theme for the next episode of Game That Tune? You know... Let me let me counter your offer here. If you pick the theme, I pick the bonus tunes. How does that sound? No, that sounds fucking terrible. Your bonus <laughs> tune selections are notoriously awful. No, are my bonus my bonus tunes this week are pretty good, and you'll enjoy. Johnny, you will the last time them. you picked bonus tunes, yeah. you messaged me after the show to see if everything was okay <laughs> because I was so angry about it. <laughs> I promise. That's, that's pulling back the fucking curtain. I like, promise. I was so mad that you played William Shatner bonus yeah, tunes no, on the show is... that you weren't sure if it was a work or not. <laughs> this, is, this is not on that level. <laughs> like that, you will like it. You will like it. I highly question that, but I'm curious to know what you have as bonus tunes, so I will apprehensively select a theme for the next episode. Yeah. Which is okay. <laughs> no, I, I I got a good one in mind. It's uh, it's paying tribute to you know somebody we recently lost and somebody very special. I'm not going to pretend like they're uh, super special to me, or that I'm like the the mega fan that should be paying tribute to this person. But uh, you know, today we did lose uh, a legend in the uh, sports world. Uh, you know, truly, uh, Diego Maradona. Passed away today at the age of 60. Just fucking tragic news. Uh, heart attack. You know, fantastic soccer player from Argentina. And uh, he uh, he was a legend in Argentina. He was a god, quite frankly. He, uh, he, he won the World Cup for them in 86. The, uh, the, the Mano de Dios, uh, a.k.a. the Hand of God goal, was uh, maybe... Uh, it's maybe one of the most famous goals ever scored in World Cup competition. So I'm going to pitch the theme... I want games in which you use your hands, and you know that—that that is to say, you know, I want games in which your character is going to do some punching, games in which your character is going to, you know, use their hands. I, I don't necessarily want just you to use your hands to, you know, shoot a gun, 
obviously if the game is like ship or vehicle based no 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 i don't want to see that i want to see characters that are gonna get down in the nitty gritty and you know and they're gonna the other like characters in the game are gonna get, gonna get these hands games with hands is the theme that i'm pitching for the next episode johnny you didn't win the episode but i want you to sign off on this yeah, no, that sounds actually, uh, that sounds pretty good. I like that idea. What about in some That's like cool. racing games where the it shows your hands on the steering wheel moving? If you can show me you that, know? I'd be happy to play it. Here, okay, here's here's my idea is, is if that's the only mode in which you play that game where you see the hands, uh-huh. then yes. Get the fuck out of my theme show. Okay. <laughs> if you can show me the character using their hands and it's not to fire a gun... Or, you know, like, let's think, like, because seriously, think about a first-person shooter. Do you see the hands? Sometimes. No, you see the gun barrel. Sometimes. Seldom. But, you know, that's, that's the qualifier. Games in which you use the hands, not first-person shooters. That's my theme for the next episode. What about a third-person okay. shooter? Uh, I... Jesse, I don't know how, how many ways I need to explain Well, if you're using that, your I hands in the third person I don't want to see hands firing guns. If they use their hands in other ways, then it's more than well, welcome like on the show. Well, like Gears of War, you could use, like, the 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 gun, like, chainsaw thing. You're using a chainsaw More than welcome hand. on the show. I just don't want it to be strictly hands firing guns. Okay. Good. Right. Johnny, yeah. sign off on this theme for me. Well, actually, yeah. I think, Johnny, get the fuck out of my theme. Yeah. <laughs> you stamp this shit, man, and can I get a PO number on this goddamn theme, or what? <laughs> what if... Okay. Jesus Christ. My last my last question. Here he comes with what another if, question. My last one. What if it's like a pirate game, and like your pirate has two hooks for hands? <laughs> Those aren't hands, motherfucker! They're hooks! <laughs> what is, it's not his fault. He fucking the cracker got his him. Fault. He's a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if the pirate can be proven to have lost his hands, like he wasn't born safe. with hooks. Okay, yes. If the if the hooks are a congenital malformation of the pirate's <laughs> hands, and he at no point had real hands. Then yes, you can use that. But if that's not deep within the game's lore, I don't want to fucking hear about it. If that pirate lost his hand in a fucking like a bet, or to a crocodile, or in a, like a fucking sword fight or some shit. I don't want to talk about it because that motherfucker sacrificed his right to be a part of my theme. right to bear hands. The theme is hands. Okay. <laughs> Johnny, will you sign off on this thing yeah, already before I'm, Jesse questions I'm, I'm again? signing off. I yes. All the signatures. There you go. I like it. It's a good theme. We're gonna get these hands on the next episode of Game Head Two. Man, what a fucking show we've had tonight. What a uh, what a. Whew. That's all I can say. What a. Whew, How's show that Franken doing? <laughs> David, I can drink so much more of that Franken. The holidays. Uh, but, you know, I only have so many more articles of clothing to remove. So, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching along live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Uh, we're in your podcast device on Tuesday mornings. Check us out, uh, Game That Tune, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Special thanks to the Patreon uh, fans. We appreciate you checking us out on Patreon. We got a lot of fun stuff going on over there. 
We got GTT gems. We got mixtapes. We got covered up. We got just tons of fun. We got our movie commentaries that Johnny's going to edit at some point. You know, we recorded a Freddy vs. Jason movie commentary <laughs> the week before Friday the 13th. And then it's, uh, as of this recording, uh, Wednesday the 25th, and we never published it. Are we writing chatbots, man? <laughs> I'm just saying, we have a great idea of what it takes to be timely over there at <laughs> patreon.com slash game that tune we appreciate you guys supporting the show appreciate you guys sticking with us and just giving us your vote of confidence uh thank you so much uh special thanks to the super fan tier producers alex messenger lance revere damian beckles bradford stevens daniel perky taylor rice sam l and mork last but not least mork I want to give a special shout out while we're here on the show to uh, Very Good Music, a VGM podcast hosted by Bedroth, uh, a fellow VGM podcast compatriot, a fan turned VGM podcaster himself who did a fantastic episode this week, a double episode, uh, just paying tribute to all the fantastic VGM podcasts out there. It was a great love letter to the community of VGM podcasts, and uh, he had several people on the show to talk about their favorite shows. He had Muddled Madness, our Patreon super fan, on there to talk about Game That Tune. And it was just a really nice show, and I really feel like it did a lot to build the community and really just, uh, you know, to give thanks. Uh, you know, it's a Thanksgiving theme. As far as Thanksgiving theme goes, it was a, it was a nice show of community and thankfulness for all the VGM podcasts out there. So we want to thank Bedroth for that fantastic episode. Go check out Very Good Music, a VGM podcast. Uh, you can find that in uh, any podcast device or at vgmpodcast.com, a website that Johnny made that makes it possible to listen to all VGM podcasts. And uh, let's see. Thank you to our requester tonight, David. Who made the requests? So the request came from our Discord, and it actually came from two super fan tier producers, uh, Damian Beckles and Taylor Y. Ooh, Thank dub- you both so much for that request. Double rank. What a fantastic request it was. Uh, yeah, go to Patreon if you want request priority like those guys have, or just make your requests with us in our Discord server, or hit us up, gamethattune at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at gamethattune, or you can find us individually on Twitter. Uh, I am there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at jpreganjr. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at sega underscore legend. And you can find David Fleming on Twitter at dfd fleming. All right, guys. So we're going home with bonus two. Well, you skipped Jesse. No, you didn't. Oh, no, okay, you didn't. Sorry. No, I, I, I truly didn't. All right, my bad, motherfucker. You know, I host this show. I know what I'm doing. And with that said, I don't know why I'm allowing you to possibly <laughs> introduce your bonus tunes. I don't like this. <laughs> that is an Johnny? evil laugh if I ever heard one. What? bonus tunes do you have to take us home so i've been waxing nostalgic for the neskimos lately so i have from their valentine's day 2006 bootleg uh their cover of that thing you do nope 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 nope. you don't have that (laughs) you don't have that at all all right yep sorry john you're gonna go with my bonus tunes it's not video game music at all. So uh, for the bonus tunes that I've got, 
it's uh, again paying tribute to a uh, just a fucking icon in the soccer world. You know, if uh, if you guys interact with me on this show, you know I love my uh, my Latin flavor. You know I love my Samba de Amigo, my Mario and Sonic at the Rio 2016 Olympic Games. You know I love my cumbia. So we've got the uh, you know a song paying tribute to uh, Diego Maradona, uh, El Mano de Dios. And uh, we just want to say rest in peace to Maradona. So we'll see you next week for Games with Hands. Jesse, that's the theme. Hands is the theme. And uh, you know, Maradona, rest in peace. En una villa nación fue deseo de Dios crecer y sobrevivir a la humilde expresión, enfrentar la adversidad con afán de ganarse a cada paso la vida. En un potrero forjó una zurda inmortal con experiencia, sedienta ambición de llegar de cebollita, soñaba jugar un mundial y consagrarse en primera. Tal vez jugando pudiera a su familia ayudar. Grande Diego. Y sobrevivir a la humilde expresión Enfrentar la adversidad Con afán de ganarse a cada paso la vida En un potrero forjó una surda inmortal Con experiencia, sedienta ambición de llegar De cebollita soñaba jugar un mundial Y consagrarse en primera Tal vez jugando pudiera A su familia ayudar A poco que
You know, you think I would have spent that time uh, pulling up like the uh, the games for copyright reading, but I didn't do that. So, uh, War Groove is copyright 2019. Chucklefish Games. Maple Story is copyright 2005. Uh, Nexon. Kabuki Quantum Fighter is copyright 1991. Human Entertainment and HAL Laboratory. Johnny, what was your game? Uh, Ultra Space is copyright 1991 by Software Creations. Oh, yeah, it is. And uh, what was our closing game? Yeah, The Mummy Demastered is copyright 2017. WayForward Technologies. Man, if you had told me, like, 24 years ago that the guy I was watching in Mallrats was going to say the name of my podcast <laughs> in one of his Twitch streams, I would yeah. be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what's, what's a podcast and what's huh? a Twitch stream? <laughs>